Hey, who do you think would win a fight? Well, what do you mean? Well, if you and I ever got into like a really serious fight, you know, and the punches started flying, who do you think would win? Well, I think that's pretty obvious. If you strike me down, I shall become more powerful than you can possibly imagine. The bat is dead. Bury it. Fight back! You coward, fight back! You just started a war. Dark fire will never fail you. Flame of Udun! Never give up. Never surrender. We must fight. You've always run away from a fight. Have not? You have so. Have not? You have so. Have not? You have so and you know it. What's up, Who Would Winners, and welcome to episode number 75 of the Who Would Win cast, the podcast that analyzes fictional fights between familiar faces. My name is Steve. No capes! This is Chris. <laughs> That's important. As a superhero, you uh, gotta learn the lesson. Capes are dangerous. They're extremely dangerous. You can get sucked into jet engines. In the past and in the present. What do you mean? Well, I was thinking in the past, because like in the movie, it happens in the past, but then in the present, while you're watching the movie, right? Oh, it, it happens, happens in a montage. Guy. Yeah, it happens in a montage, and then it happens in and the then present. It, yeah, okay. To the guy, even though it takes place in the past, I don't know why I said that. Wait, what? This is very confusing. Because the movie takes place in like the '60s, right? But there's not time travel in the movie. In the no. movie, that is the present time. For the present. That's what I mean. In the present okay. time for the movie, and okay. then they have the past montage. Right. The montage that takes place in the past. Yes. That was when we're confusing that needed to be. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. All right. So how are you, Chris? I am well. Uh, I will admit to a slight mistake. Go ahead. This is take two of this episode. Yeah, we got, what, 10 minutes? We recorded almost exactly 10 (laughs) minutes before I realized that I had Steve's on the wrong input and it was not recording him at all. That's all right. But we're back. We're back and we're we're ready to try it again. All right. Uh, Hopefully uh, we can... Remember all the funny stuff we said. We were, we were cracking each other we, up. We were having a great time. It was like I think that was the funniest one of the we've ever best been. episodes. Absolutely, ten minutes of perfection. That was perfect. I agree. Well, we'll see if we get close. That we'll try. All right. So, um, so Chris and I, we just wanted to take a second to talk about some things that are going to go on here with uh, the Who Would Win cast for about the next month or so. Uh, we have some exciting life events going on yes, that we, we are, both we both do that are going to uh, affect. The show's release, epi- releasing of the episodes, in a sense. We're still going to be having episodes. However, we are recording them ahead of time. We're trying to just uh, power through as many as we can. Exactly. We, we, we're sitting here in a room on this Saturday, and we're trying to knock out as many as we can together. Just so that way you, the fans, still have uh, us with you. Yeah, we don't want to let you down. We know no. that... You know, you need us to get through your day. Exactly. And, and some people have said that. Some people have said that we, like, brighten their day, which is very, very nice of them to say that. And uh, we want to, you know, we want to make you the fans happy. That's why we do this. We we, we want to make this, like, a own little community here. I do it mostly for myself, actually. I mean, Pretty selfish motivation. And the income you get from this is astounding. So I, I don't I don't blame you for doing that. All right. So, Chris, do you want to uh, share some of the life Absolutely. events? What, what, do you, what do you have going on? So, with I, you here? I think I've mentioned on the show before that my wife's pregnant. Correct. And uh, we're 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 getting near the end here. It's we're not, in the home the, stretch. The home stretch of the airing of this episode, the baby will most likely have been born. Uh, maybe if, depends if not, when you. I'm not sure when close. this is going to go up. It could be like a week away. It okay. could have already happened. Okay. I don't know if you know. It depends how close we are. The due date as of this recording is in three weeks, which is what like April first. Yes. Which is Easter. So I don't April know. April Fools? Are you kidding? <laughs> no, is it really. April this Fools? is not an April Fools joke. <laughs> uh, so I don't know how close we're going to be, but we'll see. Yeah, and I'm sure it'll be pretty time consuming. So are trying you... to get some episodes uh, in the bank. Are you Are you ready? I feel like I'm ready. I mean, the the nursery's good. Mm-hmm. You know, it looks great. We're ready there. to go. We got clothes. We got crib. We got changing we got tons stuff, of diapers. Tons of diapers. Uh, but then again, maybe not a ton of diapers. Because like we were like, oh, do we have a lot of diapers? I feel like we have a lot. And then we're like, how many diapers does a baby use per day? And I'm pretty sure it was like 50. And we were like, no. Wait, 50 a day? Let me. T- <laughs> I thought it was 10 a day. That sounds really reasonable, right? 50. Oh, my gosh. Pampers is making tons of this cash. You oh, should I'm just start. Sure. You should start. Sure. You should just start toilet training right away. Uh, You know what? I can't. The Google search did not do well. <laughs> I tried to shorten it because you know I tried to be like newborn baby diaper use, right? But I should have just went full diaper, out diaper like, number. How many diapers does a baby use? Yeah, that would have been better. Uh, wait a minute. Why was it say? 
a lot lower than 50. Yeah, it was like 10. Yeah, that's what I've heard. I've heard 10. Nicola totally was trying to trick me. Or maybe she said a week. Maybe she just wanted... That would make sense. Yeah, 50 a week. she might have said a week, actually. Yeah, 50 a week. Makes I... more sense. I'll have to edit that 50 out. 50 a day? Could you <laughs> well, imagine? Well, it seemed crazy. <laughs> That'd be insane. That's more than one an hour. That's more than two an hour. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. That'd be crazy. All right, my bad. My bad there. So good. So you you have some diapers. So we, we have a, a week supply of diapers. That's good. So you're <laughs> gonna need to get some more. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think so. So, so that's that's huge. That's exciting. Yeah, and uh, car seats in the car. Okay, bags are packed. Ready to go. Ready to go. That's good. Just waiting for that phone call. Well, from who, Nicole? From Tony. Nicole. Oh, okay. Not the. We're not. I'm not waiting for a phone call from someone else to be like, you should have your baby now. <laughs> the doctor's calling. Like, hey, now's a good time for you to come in. Right, we no. have an opening at six. You should stop by. No, it's, I don't think it's going to work like that. No, I don't think so. So we're both still working. That's good. And uh, she's trying to work as late as, as long as she can. That way she can save up her sick days. Yeah. That makes sense. Luckily, it's right around spring break That for school purposes. Yep. yep. So it's good work out nicely. That's perfect. So that's, that's very exciting. Uh, on my end, Allie and I are purchasing our first home. So, and our settlement date is basically the exact same time that the baby's going to be born. Oh boy! So it's going to be very busy in the beginning of beginning of April. So uh, with all that between the baby arriving and getting the house set up and all that good stuff, we're going to have to kind of take our focus off of the podcast temporarily, just so we can focus on our life work. Because I think both of our spouses, my future spouse and your current spouse, might get a little upset if. We're taking time away from looking at the baby or getting the house ready to to record some episodes. So, do you already have a house to do list? Are you uh, like we do um, clean, deep clean, and paint first things on the list. How much are you painting? Like every room? Um, we'll probably do kitchen, dining room, living room, den, definitely, and probably the the master bedroom. The other bedrooms we're not going to paint. Is there any wallpaper to tear down? No, thank oh, God. That's good. That's good. Yeah, there's no, no no wallpaper. The only problem we have is that the people who own it now, they have at least eight cats living in it. At and least eight cats. Like least they lost cats. They have cats that live outside. Okay. Now, A, I hope we don't inherit these cats. <laughs> B, I don't know if they've let these cats also inside. So the first floor does smell like cat. The first floor is hardwood and tile. So. We don't have to worry about like ripping up any mm-hmm. carpeting. That's good. That's good. And I think the only reason it smells like cat, besides the fact that there are eight cats living there, is that they pretty much have like a litter box in every room. So I think once those are gone and we give it a good clean, I think it'll be okay. I think you're really in good shape. Yeah. So we're just we're just worrying about that and painting, and then we're gonna go from there. We want to redo uh, some new vanities in the bathrooms, and that's kind of like our third step that we want to focus on. Sounds like you got a plan. Yeah. So luckily for us, um, since our settlement's right near spring break and we're both teachers, we'll have off a week in order to give us some time to really get some stuff together. I have a three-step plan for my baby also. What's that? I would like to try to... Is it clean, paint, (laughs) and Uh, a new bathroom? I won't be painting her. Okay. Uh, Cleaning is a part of the process. But I'd also like to teach her how to play a video game and then uh, have her stream on Twitch. I think it'd be real funny. It'd be like baby plays Mario Brothers or something. Okay, just to see how she does. Teaching that uh, hand-eye coordination early. Exactly. I think you know how. Um, do you remember when like Twitch had the thing where they like had a bunch of people play uh, Pokemon? Yeah. Like you could basically like, vote on the next button press. Yeah. It'd kind of be like that. It'd be baby plays a game, <laughs> and like you don't know what they're. They don't really know what they're no, doing. They don't know what they're doing. But eventually, they might finish. They might. And people are just going to come into root. Because they want to see. They're like, oh, my God, is the baby going to yeah. do it? Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, so that's my, that's my plan. That's exciting. Mm-hmm. So do you, do you have any advice that you'd want to give to your daughter when she's, I don't know, five, uh, six years old, and she's listening to this podcast, and eventually she gets here and is hearing this? Well, I guess first I would have to say, I'm sorry if you had to listen to 74 episodes of this podcast to get advice from your father and you didn't get the advice like from your uh, father. Yeah. But if you did, I mean, I admire your persistence. That's, that's great. 74 episodes in. Good job. Yeah. I hope uh, she likes podcasts. She doesn't yeah. have to, you know. It's, I don't know. Maybe to you. The, the media might be totally different when she's grown up and doing stuff like maybe podcasts won't be a popular thing. Are they even a popular thing now, or are they just a thing? I think they're a popular thing now. They seem popular. I think it's kind of like a, a boom in podcasts right now. 
Yeah. To there's a point of oversaturation in the in the field. I know, there's, right? That's the only reason so we don't have a million viewers. There's too many. That, that's the only reason we can't get noticed. There's a it's like right. a it's, pile it, of it, garbage. Right. We're a little diamond. We're a little there, diamond in the pile of garbage. But it's too small. Right. The diamond mixes in with other things like glass beads. There, you don't want to. You don't want the glass beads. No, that's going to cut want the you. Diamond. You want the diamond. Anyway, you want the diamond. We were also saying she might not get a lot of the references from our previous episodes. Like if you haven't seen a good amount of like movies and TV shows, right? You miss a lot of stuff. I mean, hopefully she'll understand like the breakfast cereal. Like if she if she some of these have I feel charms. like are very accessible. Yes. to like anyone. Right, but some of them are a little more specific, especially mm-hmm. if like the type of shows that are popular now aren't seen by kids of the future. Like. I think it's safe to say that superheroes will be around for a while. Yeah. So maybe Spider-Man, they'll get Spider-Man. Yeah. But we have other ones that are like Anchorman or Wally. She'll definitely watch Star Wars, so she'll get the Star Wars. <laughs> Pitch Perfect. Like, these right. are examples of movies that we've seen because they came out in our time. Exactly. But they're not like generational movies. Exactly. Like your Star Wars or your Harry Potter. Yes. Those types of and things. And I personally have seen a lot of older TV shows like that came out before my time because i just would put on the tv and watch what was ever on right kids don't do that but you don't do that you you don't just watch what's on you watch what you want you you use pick it on netflix or stream it online or something exactly there's Um, no like sense of discovery anymore right it's it's you i want this i'm gonna go i'm gonna get it because i want it and i think that's great but i think you also miss out on things you do you miss out on a whole genre like not genre category of movies that are like you wouldn't seek them out but if they'd on if they were on you'd watch them they're like the diamond in the trash exactly so i was just uh the example i gave before i on the last podcast that we messed up and didn't record (laughs) was the movie under siege a a classic steven seagal movie and like if people aren't going to probably go out of their way to watch steven seagal they're not going to be flipping through netflix see under siege and say i'm going to watch this even though you should right you should watch every steven seagal movie because they're all fantastic this one's this one's special it it stars steven seagal as he plays a cook on an uh on a navy battleship and it gets uh, taken hostage by Tommy Lee Jones and Gary Busey. There you go. And it's, it's amazing. Right. And he has to fight them off with the help of the crew and his, you know, ragtag bunch of friends. And uh-huh. His ingenuity. And, and I just watched that because, you know, I put whatever TV station on it on a and, Sunday and it was, and it was there. on. Right. And that's, exactly. That's what you watched what was on TV. Right. It's, that, it's not that sense of you want it, you get it. It's more the sense of let's just go out and discover what's out there. Oh, yep. here's something new. Yep. Let's see if I like it or not. Yeah, it's uh it's a brave new world out there. We're curious to see what uh what she gets into when it when when she comes of oh, age. I am, I am so curious. I'm so curious. And there's nothing wrong whether it's something you like it, and it could be something that you don't know about. Exactly. Who knows what's going to be around. And then you get into 10, it 10 15 years from now. Right, exactly. So it's that it's that sense of sharing between generations. Cuz there could be something that she likes that you never knew about that now you like it and you mm-hmm. can do the same thing. This is something now, that was around. Now and... you and I would have an excuse to watch My Little Pony, our favorite show that we keep secret. I know. <laughs> now we can openly watch it. Yep. Because, well, per- I'm sorry. She wanted to. She, she wanted to watch she My Little Pony. She put it on. Pony, I just got to so watch it with her. Now I have the chance to watch it. Yeah. I was a little bummed. We were hanging out with our younger cousin, Savannah, recently. Uh-huh. And she was imitating um, some really annoying YouTube people. And I was like, oh, no. I hope my kid doesn't imitate the most annoying YouTube people. The, I mean... That's what most kids watch today is YouTube. All my students, yeah. that's all they talk about is the the personalities on YouTube that yes. they follow. Personalities is a good word because like they generally the popular ones have personalities. Like, yeah. And uh, this was that one girl who talks in a really weird voice. I have no that idea. probably applies to like a million YouTube people. <laughs> but this girl I just find very annoying. I'm like, oh my gosh, I hope she doesn't imitate her. She might. I mean, I, I was thinking back to when I was younger the other day because my mom was watching home movies and I was really annoying as a child. And like, I just can't imagine. Really? You're such a like chill guy now. I'm surprised. I have mellowed out. Uh, huh. The video that I was watching, it was Christmas and I opened up my Game Boy Color and it was like the uh, the purple transparent Dude, one. I had that same one. That was like the best one. Yep. And you would have thought I was having a seizure. Like, I was literally on my back, on the floor, and my legs were just bouncing, and my arms were just <laughs> shaking, and I was screaming you bloody post murder. that online. That's going to get some likes. It'd probably get go viral. viral. Maybe Tosh will uh, has yep. to have me stop by. But, like, just looking at that video, I'm like, what was I thinking? I mean, like, you know, it's Christmas. You're excited. But, like, I don't know. Having a full-body seizure on the <laughs> on the living room floor, I don't know if that was the really, you know, the appropriate <laughs> response. So, but yeah, I have mellowed out. 
So that's what's going on. So we'll keep everybody updated with, with what's going on. We'll still be on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. I'll be posting my pictures of the, the fun things I create. And uh, we hope everybody sticks around and just bears with us while we go through these uh, life-changing events. And you might not even notice. I mean, if we might, right, you really might not. I mean, who knows? But I know there are some people out there that have told us that they look forward to, you know, when the new episodes come out and they always look forward to hearing it. And I know sometimes if we take a week off in order to kind of, you know, recap and do things we need to do in life, you know, they, they miss us, which we really appreciate that also. But we just don't want to leave you guys hanging uh, for an extended period of time. Yeah. So we should also say, uh, unless you already said it, that, um, Obviously, since we're pre-recording a bunch, we won't know the poll results from oh, the previous episodes. Right. We, we mentioned this on the first so, time you recorded. <laughs> that's yeah. how I know to say it. <laughs> that's right. Good, good point. So if you're curious about the poll results, they'll be posted on the episode link for today's episode. Yes. There's a Google Doc there, and you can see not only our previous episode's results, but every single episode that we've done poll results, except for a couple, because I can't find them on Twitter. I've tried really hard. Twitter lost them. Can't get them somewhere. If anyone can you find know. them, let us know. That was like the old days of Twitter. It, it was it was like one of like the first couple weeks of episodes. I think it was from the original Pokemon Olympics from the 16 ones. But I've been pretty good keeping the statistics on every other episode thus far. So in case we ever do forget to to mention them, that link will permanently be in the show notes that you can click and see which and episodes they were. And if you need were. to know how an old episode ended that you don't remember, right, you exactly. can reference it. If you need to settle an argument with your friends, this is what our podcast is for. Exactly. You can show them the numbers and say, hey... Four people voted on a Twitter poll about who would win between this character and this character. Yes. Final result. If you're arguing with your friends about color, colorful birds, and one of them says Toucan Sam could beat Iago, you can look at our poll results and find and out. you can show them. You can show them the results. So that will be there. So we do not have any poll results for this episode because, like we mentioned, we are recording way ahead of time. So yeah. we don't have any poll results yet from our previous episodes. So with all that said and done, Chris, you ready to get started? Yeah, I'm ready now. Okay. So, please remember, if you have any ideas for any future matchups or scenarios, or if you'd just like to say hello, you can reach us through Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Gmail. You can also subscribe and leave us a ratings on iTunes or through our RSS feed on Podbean. Chris, what are we talking about today? Today, we have a very topical baby episode. We do. Um, you know, when you think of fighting, you generally think of babies, <laughs> and we're right there with you. We're like, if we could have two babies fight each other. Who would they be? And how would they do it? I actually do have to say this was suggested to me by my aunt. Okay. Friend of the show, my Aunt Donna. Nice. Very she nice. Said, uh, Thank you, she said, you're Donna. about to have a baby. You should do a baby episode. Perfect idea. And I think she even suggested the character I'm picking, which is Jack-Jack from Incredibles. Okay. I can't remember if she suggested those characters or not. She might have just pitched the idea. Okay. But I am picking Jack-Jack from Incredibles. And it's also very timely, too. Because of Incredibles 2 um, trailers out for it, or teaser trailer or full trailer. I'm not uh, sure. A trailer. Is, it's, it's a trailer, yeah. Is out for Incredibles 2. It, it, uh, it's one of my favorite Pixar movies, so I I'm excited for it. I love The Incredibles. Yeah, I love it too. So now, I think it comes out this year, right? Now, it does. It comes out, I think it's June 18th it comes okay. out. Now, something interesting, uh, while I was on the interwebs this morning, the first Incredibles is called The Incredibles. Mm -hmm. The second one is just called Incredibles 2. It's not called The Incredibles 2. I just thought that was interesting. That Fascinating. <laughs> That they're leaving off the the, they're like um, what's his name in the Social Network? Uh, Sean Parker. Yeah, he's I was like, gonna he's say he's like drop the the. It's yeah. cleaner. So yeah, so that comes out. I'm excited for it. I really am. It's been a long time oh, coming. Too. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's. I think it's one of the largest gaps between sequels for a Pixar movie. Um, uh, I have no citation for that fact, but I'm pretty sure I heard that. Came out 2004, 2005. So it's definitely been at least ten years. The biggest gap before that was Toy Story 2 to Toy Story 3, which was probably probably about 10 years also, I'd say, right around there. Okay, so it's close. And it's one of the ones that fans have been clamoring for. Like, yeah. nobody was like, hey, let's have a Cars trilogy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what were they thinking? <laughs> I don't Did know. Cars 3 even come out in theaters? Was that a like, yeah. straight to DVD? It's on one? Netflix now. I don't know if you saw that. It's on Netflix. I don't think it I've is. ever seen Cars 2. It's either, awful. Actually. Don't see it. It's really is bad. Is that the one where Mater is like a secret agent? No, that's, uh, yeah, that's the second one. Uh, what's Cars 3 about? I don't know. Okay. I think it I think it was supposed to be like a, a like he try he he's done, like he's a loser. He, he there's a new guy who basically took his place as like the new rookie and he's way better than he could ever be. Uh -huh. And it's all about him training to try to beat him. So the plot of Rocky 5. I think it's basically that. Exactly. Wow. I think it was supposed to be like a Rocky movie, yeah. <laughs> okay. 
I mean, the only reason they made it is because it made a crap ton of money on merchandising. I'm sure. I'm sure they are just cash printers. Yeah. Didn't we have a recent uh, movie where the plot was very similar to Cars 2? Yes. Do you remember what it was? Yes. It was. I did not see this movie, but you told me this. I think you mentioned it on the show. Yeah, I think I did. Pitch Perfect 3. Oh, okay. Where, like, Fat Amy right. goes undercover. Somehow was, like, an undercover government agent. Exactly. They go to a foreign country right. and compete in some competition. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so... I love The Incredibles. I'm excited for Incredibles 2. And it takes place from what I've seen in the... Have you seen the trailer? Yes. So it picks up right where the first one ends. Which is nice because that's kind of how... Like where the the mole guy just burrows he, up. He comes up from the ground. Yeah, I think yeah. that's a perfect way to start it off. Yeah. And it, it, that was a great way to end the first one. When yeah. he just pops up and, he, and then Mr. Incredible opens up his shirt and then cut the credits. Oh, it's such a good movie. So, so every- I, I feel like... I don't know if it's underrated. I think it's underappreciated, I would say. Like... I mentioned it to Allie. I'm like, let's watch The Incredibles. And she's like, ah, nah, I don't really don't want to watch The Incredibles. I'm like, I don't know if you remember how good The Incredibles is. I was had a similar conversation with Nicole, and she was like, well, when I watched it, I was really, really sick. <laughs> so I feel like she probably didn't fully appreciate how it's, good it It's is. a great James Bond movie. It's yeah. a great X-Men movie. Yes. It's a great Indiana Jones movie. And it's the best Fantastic Four movie ever made. All this, in one. Yeah, that's all true. So great, great admiration for The Incredibles. All right, so you're picking Jack-Jack. Yes. Okay, and I will be picking a Miss um, Margaret Evelyn Simpson, a.k.a. Maggie Simpson from The Simpsons. Okay. That's her full name, if you didn't know. I did not know. There you go. Um, you know, Simpsons, longest running. You know how we show. were trying to think of the other baby character that we were considering for this episode? Yes. I just thought of one. Go. The baby, in quotation marks, from Who Framed Roger Rabbit? That was one of the ones I was researching okay. while I was doing my research. Okay, good. I'm glad you remembered because I was like, oh, yes. I totally forgot. Yeah, there were a couple we were looking at. Um, someone suggested, I think you said your aunt suggested the baby from Boss Baby. Yeah, that might have been the other one she suggested. Never seen it. Don't plan on it. So I wasn't going with that. Same, even though I believe that's also on Netflix. It is on Netflix. I really want to see. And honestly, I've heard good things. I've heard it's not awful. I just don't have a desire to yeah, see Yeah, me neither. And then I was also flirting with... Uh, Stewie Griffin. Oh, right, right. But I decided just to go with Maggie. Okay. Just to have a little diversity in our in our characters here. All right. So, Chris, you want to give us some background on Jack-Jack uh, Parr from The Incredibles? I sure do. Go ahead. So, there's really not a lot of background because he's not in the film that much. No. He is the youngest child of uh, Mr. Incredible and... Elastigirl. Elastigirl, thank gotcha, you. Gotcha, don't worry. I don't remember their real names. I remember their last name is Parr. Bob Parr and mm, something Parr. Elaine. No. Oh my gosh, what's her name? Wait, I can the get The son is Dash. Helen. Helen. Bob and Ellen Parr. So they have uh, three kids. Ellen or Helen? Helen. Okay, with an H. So they, ha- they have three kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, the oldest is their their daughter Violet. Violet, who has like she can make force fields. She's basically Mrs. Fantastic. Yeah, or yeah. the Invisible Girl. Yeah, okay. I guess I should say. And then um, they have a son who has super speed. Dashel. Dashel goes by AKA Dash. Dash. Yep. And then they have a baby named Jack Jack. Jack Jack's great. Love Jack Jack. Jack Jack is a very likable character. He's not in it very much. Like I said, he's which makes sense. I mean, he's a baby. His superpowers are largely unknown until the end of the film. Uh-huh. Spoiler alert. <laughs> um, they actually have to find a babysitter while they go off to complete the plot elements of the movie. Um, and it's the the babysitter is a like local teenage girl who I would say is actually a very good babysitter. Yes. She uh, does do some great things and yeah. like she's highly recommended. Yeah. Doesn't she have like references <laughs> yes, and yeah. she like took all the courses? Yeah, like she has some great stuff. I mean, I'm I can just talk about this now. Yeah. So, um, basically, the way you can find out the most about Jack Jack is either from the very end of the film when Syndrome kidnaps him, he uh basically becomes the Human Torch from the Fantastic Four. <laughs> yeah. And Syndrome can't hold a flaming baby and drops him. Um, so that's one of his powers. But Pixar also put out a short called Jack Jack Attack, which is great. Which I just watched for the first time. I can't believe you've never seen it before. Yeah, I watched it like 20 minutes ago. It came on the DVD. And, and I remember I was so excited when I got the DVD when I was a kid because I got to watch that. It was fantastic. Yeah. It basically is what happened while Jack-Jack was being babysat by the neighbor kid. Yes. And it's really good. So I'll give a quick summary. Yeah. So um, they really work in well the uh, phone calls the babysitter makes to El- um, Elastigirl. That she Ms. lives in her voicemail. Yeah. So yeah. she hears them as voicemails at the end of The Incredibles. Mm-hmm. 
and you see her making them. And the first one is just a general, like, she's actually on the phone with her. And I think that's the scene when Elastigirl's on the plane and that's the, about to crash. Yeah, and the, uh, the, that's when the missiles start coming. Yes. And you hear the beeping in the background. Oh, okay. Yeah, like the beep, 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 beep. And I wasn't that. sure what that was. And then she hangs up. Yeah. Yes. So that's the initial phone call of the babysitter saying, you know, everything's fine. He's, you know, I can take care of him. Right. But then she turns around and, like, Jack-Jack pretty much disappeared. So, um... This is pretty much getting into my superpowers right now, but I'll just... I mean, it it relates to your background. I'll just work right into it. Yeah. So, I... It's unclear if Jack-Jack is using a super speed or a teleportation to move around at first. Because, like, she basically, like, turns around for a second. When she turns back around, Jack-Jack's, like, across the room. And he crawls behind a a vase. And then she looks behind the vase and he's across the room again. So, I don't know if it's super speed or teleporting. Because there's a little bit later, he actually does seem to teleport. But uh, anyway, oh, where did I put my notes right there? Okay, good. So uh, maybe super speed. I'm not sure. Um, then she turns around again and sees Jack Jack floating. He floats up and then he's sitting on the ceiling um, playing with his milk bottle. So I was calling that like anti-gravity powers. Yeah. So and then because he opens the milk and the milk spills on the babysitter's face. She tries to make a phone call and be like, hey, everything's fine, but some things are weird or happening. Right. And then it just gets crazy. Like, Jack-Jack starts floating around and, like, teleporting through walls and just, like, teleporting around the house. Like he'll see And he's, like, on fire in the house. So then, then he's able to light himself completely on fire. Which, like, freaks her out. She, but in her, in her credit, she handles it very well. Doesn't like, she, like, dip him in the bathtub she, or something? Uh, she grabs uh, the fire. They have a fireplace, so they have the, the set of fireplace tools. She grabs, like, the tongs that you can pick up logs with. Mm-hmm. She grabs Jack-Jack and dumps him in the, uh, the bathtub. Yeah. To put it Very out. quick thinking. Yeah. And then she tries to call um, Elastigirl again to right. tell her about what's going on. And then you kind of get the sense that some time has passed and it's the next morning. And she looks very tired. Have She hasn't slept. And she's sitting in the chair in front of Jack-Jack. And around her, every, the house is destroyed. There's mm-hmm. like burn marks everywhere. Things are ruined. And she has a fire extinguisher in her hand. <laughs> so Jack-Jack lights up on fire again. She sprays him with the fire extinguisher. And then he, like, sneezes something and lasers shoot out of his eyes. And she holds up a mirror real quick and just deflects the lasers. Yeah. Like, these are things that most babysitters would have ran from the house or called the cops. She just she just figured it out. She's like, just putting up with it. Honestly, this girl is, like, an unsung hero of The Incredibles to me. This babysitter. <laughs> okay. I couldn't even... I didn't even bother to look up her name, honestly, because it was like, I couldn't find it in the... Uh, in the IMDb. Yeah, like, it might be farther Kari. down. It's Kari. Oh, yeah, she does, because in the... Basically, the way they frame the uh, Jack-Jack attack is she's, like, talking to, like, some government agency about what happened. And then they're going to keep um, her quiet. And then they erase her memory at right. the end. I mean, I would argue, yes, she's a very good babysitter, even though this is not part of the this fight. This isn't part of the fight. No. She's a good babysitter, except when Syndrome shows up. Uh, okay, that and is true. he goes, I'm the new babysitter. And, like, she's like, what? And she's like, why do you have an S? And he goes, it stands for sitter. I couldn't have a BS on my shirt because, you know, that would sound weird. And she goes, all right. And then she just hands over the baby. That is a, that's very out of character for how good of a babysitter she was. Right. I mean, she literally handed over the baby to a stranger. Yeah. She was sleep deprived at that point. So, like, not making but the But she still decisions. had the ability to block lasers with a, a mirror. So she must not have been that sleep deprived if she had those great reflexes. Right. It's just, it's a weird thing because it's like... Why did she do that? <laughs> I don't know. That's how Syndrome gets a hold of the baby. They, they yeah. needed Syndrome to they, get the baby somehow. They should have just had him grab the baby and not made her look bad like that. I mean, she was I mean, a great babysitter. he could have, like, killed her. He could have just used his little bee, his finger point thing to, like, move her out of the way. Yeah, that is true. But he just somehow tricked her. I don't know. I, That's I, Syndrome I give her you. a break. I still hire her. Oh, wow. I mean, she worked way overtime. I, I doubt they, she was hired to work until, like, the next morning. Well... Originally, Elastigirl didn't even want her. Oh, really? Because on, on the phone, she's like, I'd rather just call a service. Uh-huh. Like, I'm more comfortable just calling a babysitting service. And that's when Kari was basically like, don't worry. I can handle this. I got it. And then that's when the missiles came. So that's when she had to hang up the phone. So, But originally, Elastigirl did not want her to, to be watching the baby. Well, I think she made the right call. She did, except for giving except the baby to a terrorist. Except for that part. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so many weird things that happened. Who knows what yeah. was going through her mind at right. that point? We're not, but we're not arguing her. Oh, her who would win babysitting? Yeah, I mean, a child. when we do a babysitter episode, maybe that can come back. Can but come for back now, it's babies. That's right. And my baby has 
potentially super speed and flight. If it, if not that, at least like anti gravity and teleportation abilities. Okay, and the ability to become uh, totally engulfed in flames and shoot lasers out of his eyes. Very, very diverse set of skills. Here. He has a bunch of superpowers. Yeah, it's like a bag of tricks, basically. Yeah. That made me wonder: Is that how other superpowers work in the Incredible Universe? Like, do you do you start with a bunch and then and then like lose some, or do you get them when you're that young? I don't know the normal progression. I don't know either. That's a good question. Maybe it'll come up in Incredibles too. Maybe I know at the beginning of the Incredibles, they say that Jack Jack like they think that Jack Jack has no powers. So okay. maybe he's a late bloomer. That's interesting. So that means in this universe, if you have superpowers, you have them as a baby. Yeah. That seems very dangerous. Like, could you imagine, like, um, their daughter Violet, like, being invisible at, like, the the moment she's born? Like, where did the baby go? uh, The baby disappeared? We lost our baby? Yeah. Yeah. I I agree. That seems very dangerous and inconvenient. But maybe they'll dive into it in the next one. Maybe we'll learn more. Maybe. They'll go to a a baby hospital full of uh, of superhero (laughs) babies. Maybe there's a superhero baby hospital. Maybe. All right, so I'm going to move into a little bit about Maggie Simpson. So Maggie Simpson is the youngest of the Simpson family. Homer and Marge are the parents. Uh, Bart and Lisa are her older siblings. Uh, I mean, what else can you say about the Simpsons? It's like their longest-running animated show of all time. It's like 25 years plus, I think, at this point. They also predicted the presidency of Donald Trump. They have predicted so many things. They predicted – I mean – I don't know if you can really call it predicting because they, if when you've had like a thousand episodes, things that yeah. you say are bound to happen. Something very recently, I, don't, I can't remember if we mentioned this or not, but there was an episode where Homer was in the Winter Olympics and he won the gold medal in curling and beat Sweden, which is exactly what happened in this Olympics. America beat Sweden for the gold medal in curling, which had never happened before. So the fact that they picked both countries is just very, very interesting. Crazy. Yeah. Um, so uh, they both uh, the Simpsons as a as a family appeared on the Tracy Ullman show in the eighties, and then they eventually became their own television show on Fox, which is still on to this day. Are you saying the Simpsons is a spinoff? Yeah, it was originally on the Tracy Ullman show. They were like a short. Wow. Yeah. Oh, okay. So maybe not a spinoff. Yeah. They they basically just like that was like their pilot episode. Yeah. I guess you can kind of call it their pilot episode, but they look completely different. If you Google like Simpsons original look, like they look nothing like they do. Like they looked kind of creepy. Like they had really spiky hair, but it was like pointy hair, and I think they had like really long noses or something like that. Like it looked really, really weird. I don't know if you're if you're getting any pictures coming up. Yes, I have. I have some. They do look very yeah. different. I mean, and now also, granted, we're used to the way the Simpsons look now. So if they did keep that look, that's what would look, you know, normal to us. So anyway, so Maggie, she's the youngest one. She has kind of like a spiky hair. She looks exactly like Lisa, basically, like a younger Lisa. She has a pacifier in her mouth. She has a blue baby outfit on. Um, technically her birth date is January 12th, 1989. So she's been the same age, um, for the past 25 years. Uh, and she is supposed to be one year old in the show and she barely ever talks in the show. Um, basically just doing that, like sucking sound on the binky that, you know, she's very, very famous with, um, little bit of background about her besides her being the youngest um she is extremely intelligent in the show um and this is basically going to be the basis of my argument for lisa or excuse me for maggie in terms of fighting against jack jack here um she is able to quickly think on her feet she has demonstrated advanced intellectual skills she has phenomenal agility, both mental and physical, which she's extremely advanced for her age. In one episode, she uh, is able to organize the infants in a daycare to steal a key, so that way they're able to get back their pacifiers, which were confiscated by them. Um, she also developed a signal of communications with hand supplies in order to communicate with uh, the other children. Um, she's very physical. like She can like army crawl, and she can also like climb up and down ropes. So she basically has the physique of, like, I don't know, an eight-year-old child, basically. Um, she 
has also expressed her intelligence with her blocks. Like in one episode, she uses her blocks to spell out E equals MC square, which is very impressive that she understands that. Uh, in one episode, there was a fire and she uses a fire extinguisher to uh, put out burning curtains in the house. So she does have experience putting out a fire. So if Jack-Jack ever does turn into his uh, fire abilities, uh, she knows quickly to get a fire extinguisher and shoot it at him, which will put him out. Uh, She's also driven Homer's car. She can skateboard. um, And she had her first word, um, even though she was only one year old. However, it does not say what her first word was. It was daddy. Was it? Oh, I do know. Yes, I remember that now. And like Homer like cried or something, I think. Probably. Or he was very uh, moved by that. Um, she bowled a perfect game when she was one year old. Uh, she has a natural inclination to use weapons, which I'll get to in a second, in terms of defending herself and also defending others. Um, she's able to scheme, rally others. Uh, she's talented in whistling. I mean, just crazy things for a child that's only one this, year old. This is fascinating because... I thought I had this one in the bag. I was like, I have superpowers. Yeah. But also, I'm not that smart. That's, I mean, that's what it comes down to. Yes, you do have superpowers. But I think, and this I, is what I'm going to argue, that Maggie couldn't outthink your superpowers. I was prepared to argue that I would just basically win by luck, like accidentally <laughs> lighting myself on fire near you and like burning the house down or yeah, something. Maggie's not going to let that happen. But now I'm not sure. I have to rethink everything. Yeah, exactly. Um. Going off what I talked about with her uh, weapons, she can be an extremely violent child. Um, She had a violent relationship with Homer uh, in one episode, especially after watching uh, Itchy and Scratchy. Uh, She hit Homer over the head with a mallet and tried stabbing him with a pencil. Um, Maggie shot Mr. Burns when he tried stealing candy from her, (laughs) so she's willing to defend herself. Where did she get a gun? I don't know. Uh, She has... um, fenced before using swords she fought with lisa she was her uh, fencing partner she carved an m into lisa's shirt like zoro style m for maggie so she kind of leaves a mark with her uh, her victims there uh she also tried to shoot mr burns again with a shotgun uh, but she was stopped by lisa like i'm saying very violent outbursts here yeah i had some other things like apparently she shot people from the mafia yeah she uh the mafia was going after homer and marge and she shot them in the arms with air guns and uh what else oh oh one episode like she took her baby bottle and broke the end off of it and it had the rigid spike of glass and she was like getting ready to fight and she was ready to take on uh, a mob that happened in the simpsons movie but i mean you know, like I said, over the course of 25 years, so many things are going to happen with the characters. And these are just like a small highlight and taste of all the things that Maggie has done. This is fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. She she's had a lot of violent outbursts and not just being violent. I mean, she's very, very intellectual. And um, I have some things that I kind of want to bring up about Jack-Jack. So do you remember in the short what made Jack-Jack start using his powers? I thought it was pretty much just random. Do you remember what Kari did, though? Um, well, she was on the phone when he started, like, teleporting around. Well, I don't know. I, I'm sure this is in the short. I don't know if maybe there's, that's the, the cut that you saw was, like, edited or something. But she plays oh, Mozart. as soon as she put on classical music. You're right. That's when his his, power... his, his eyes kind of, like, changed and he seemed to be more focused. Right. So if there's no Mo- Mozart playing, is Jack-Jack going to have his powers? Because that's what got him to start shooting lasers out of his eyes. So I didn't, turn on I didn't fire. even think about that. But I would hope that – what was her name? Kyrie? Kari. Kari. I would hope she didn't leave that music playing the whole entire night. She did. Because when you watch the – I don't know if was you remember Was it on this. loop or something? I th- it was on a record. So I guess – But records don't normally have like 10 true. hours I mean, of – I think in terms of this montage for the short, it was on just as background music for us, the audience. But I'm 99% sure you can hear that music playing the entire time. I want to recheck that because that doesn't make sense for her to leave it on that whole time. But I mean, because she, she believed it made the baby smarter. She, right. It made yeah, baby she smarter. had all these like, cognitive uh, exercises. So right. maybe she left it on because she was, she was trying to find Jack-Jack. So she's not worried about like going and turning off the music or anything like that. Like She's just focusing on trying to find Jack-Jack. So the music is just playing in the background continuously. 
Interesting. That's what I would say. So if the music's so, not on, does he still have the powers? Because that's I mean, what got him to focus. That is true. But also at the end of The Incredibles, when Syndrome's stealing him, he turns to fire when there's not classical music playing as far as we know. Right. Unless he heard it from inside the house or something. So I would say the reason he did that was because he was uh, angry. Yes, I think that, yeah, that yeah. was out of anger towards Syndrome. Yes, he did seem to get angry. So now you have to see, well, what causes him to, to literally spark, pun intended. The music playing or him out of anger. So if it's just him and Lisa like hanging out, he might not see her as a threat. You mean Maggie? Sorry, did I say Lisa? Yeah. Maggie. If him and Maggie are hanging out, he might not see Maggie as a threat. While they're playing, because she can play the role of a baby. But while they're playing, she could be scheming. So your plan is like a sneak attack? You're just going to murder a baby behind its, like, as... I mean, Jack-Jack. I mean, the whole point of this is who would win. So who would win between these two babies? Yeah, that just seems like real, like an assassination. So so what would you say Jack-Jack would do then? Like, he's going to start fighting you and he's not going to have any idea how to control his powers. What's going to make him start fighting me? Like, what's his antecedent? Oh, I don't know. Okay. (laughs) You always, that's always important to you in our episode. It's never as important to me. Like, who always, who, who starts it? Does it matter? In some terms, because I guess in this term, Maggie would be the one who starts it because Maggie would be the one who is like a sneak attack. Now, I don't think Maggie would literally just play with the baby, with play with Jack-Jack and then just pull out a gun and like point blank shoot Jack-Jack. If Jack-Jack saw it, he might be able to like teleport away. He might be able It's to. possible. Like if he's in danger, he yeah, might be able to teleport away. It's un- un- unclear how, you know, how instant his aware he is are. of yeah. what's happening and stuff like that. Yeah. And how quick he can react. Yeah. Right, right. So my original thought was, oh, he'll just light up. He'll just catch himself on fire. He'll burn the house down. Maggie can't get out. She's a baby. Right. But you've kind of changed my view on that. <laughs> so now I, we have to be a little more clever. Yeah. So now it has to be like some something happens and there's like aggression between them. They start trying to hurt each other. So Jack Jack's, I don't think, like he's not a, he's not a fighter really. He's more of a, he's a baby. He's right? like a defense mechanism. Yeah. Like he's like a security alarm system. <laughs> yeah. So. I think his initial strategy is just going to be like float around the room and maybe just annoy you. Like he'll just be floating around and you'll be like trying to hit him with stuff or shoot him or whatever, wherever Maggie gets a gun. I'm not sure. And he'll just be like warping through walls and stuff. And then eventually he will light the house on fire. And your plan is to use a fire extinguisher to put the fires out. Yeah. Also, if he sneezes, he shoots lasers out of his eyes. So you got to be careful of that. So, I think Matt, if if Kari can learn that she needs to have a mirror ready to block lasers, I'm sure Lisa or God, I'm sure Maggie, as intelligent as she is, would be able to quickly learn that she needs to have a mirror or some kind of reflective surface with her in order to uh, defend herself against Jack Jack. Since she's so quick thinking. And she's very agile. So say the first time he shoots a laser at her, she might not know that he has that power. She definitely probably won't. She definitely probably won't. She definitely probably won't. (laughs) So she's going to have that quick agility. She's going to get out of the way. And then she's going to know, okay, this baby can shoot out lasers. I need to find a mirror. Which, if Kari was able to find one that quickly, there's definitely one in the house somewhere. Some kind of hand mirror. Maybe she was able to find one quickly because she carries a mirror with her for makeup or something. Maybe. Maybe it was in her purse. Does Maggie have a purse? No. Okay. But I'm sure she'd just go to the bathroom. If worst case scenario, she'd like punch the mirror and take a shard of glass and she'd use that to block. And now she also has a dagger. So it's a win-win for her. So your weapons are like guns and daggers and glass. I mean, she has no superpowers. So I, right. I mean, her intelligence is highly... Okay. So you okay. um, advance for her age. So I guess you could call that a superpower. Okay. And my, my offensive abilities would be the fire and laser eyes. And you're saying fire extinguisher, the fire, mirror, the laser eyes. You're good to go. Now, there's a couple extra powers that you missed out that I don't want to go unnoticed in case other fans call us out. Yeah. What, what? So there's one, like he can turn into lead. Does that happen in The Incredibles? That happens in the movie. The, and then Syndrome can't. And he can't carry it. It's I, yeah, too I, heavy. For, I forgot about that. And then yeah. there's another one, which is probably the most like outrageous one that happens. He turns into like a monster. I forgot about that. So maybe look up like Jack Jack Monster or something like that. Like he basically turns into like a mini gremlin, I would say. And he starts like Oh yeah. Remember? I remember that. Like yeah. he turns into that and starts going 
towards like syndrome and he's crawling on his hair That's head. Right. he's pulling his hair so I just want you to remember that there are a couple other ones. Oh, that's and that I don't is want a, any fans. That's you know, true. Thank you out. for doing that. Is another offensive ability that's it gonna is, be. and and I don't want that to go unnoticed. Maggie might have trouble with that one. Which one? The gremlin one? Yeah. So the gremlin one that just comes pure like hand to hand combat at that point. Yeah. And now you you might have the 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 um what's it called can't think you might have the advantage on that one because i mean you're you're very quick when you're that like monster and that might completely throw off maggie yeah he was like a little demon yeah maggie might see that and be like what the heck is going on so that could definitely screw up but same thing too is that when does he turn into that you know does it seems like his superpowers like he just adapts to whatever he needs to in that situation in order to like survive you know like, you know, he just, like, bursts into flames. You can't hold on to him. Or he turns into lead right, right. in order to weigh down syndrome. Some, some type of metal, yeah. To... Right. Oh, yeah, and then he shakes, too. I forgot that He's... one. He, like, shakes really, really hard. And then he just turns into, like, a little, like, mini demon. Oh, wow. And he's very strong, too. Yeah. Oh, I can't believe I forgot about that one. That's right. I just wanted to make sure it did not. Uh... Now, that'd be tough to fight against, though, as Maggie. That That's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's trouble. Yeah. And that's what leads syndrome to get his cape, uh stuck in the the jet turbine again but he also quickly he he turned out of it the moment syndrome dropped him he turned out of it that's true yeah now something i want to bring up also we were kind of flirting with the idea that he has the ability to turn into whatever he needs to at that moment to survive once syndrome dropped him he was free falling he didn't turn into anything to save him there right that's true but in, so I don't know if he has the ability to turn into what he needs to to survive. So we know from the Jack Jack Attack short, which hap- which was made after The Incredibles, so like maybe they just like didn't think it out that he can fly or at least float and sit on the ceiling. Yeah. So he he seemingly has the ability to save himself from that situation. That's true. And Mrs. Incredible or uh, Elastigirl like caught him pretty high in the air like it wasn't like a close call where he's like just about to hit the ground and she caught him but he was still significantly falling i feel like oh yeah he was falling quickly yes but i don't know if 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 you're a baby that has these powers that you know help you in order to survive and you're free falling and nothing happens yeah well i I mean that would have made the ending like kind of anticlimactic if like he just like flew flew down they had to have they had to have him save him Either that or like he was about to hit the ground and like a new power happened and he caught himself or something. I, I mean, the biggest threat here is the gremlin. In, in my, in my I, point I, of view. I, I agree. I don't think you have as good of a counterattack for the gremlin power. The, the only thing I could use against the gremlin is weaponry. And because I don't think Maggie would have any remorse because I don't think she would see it as a baby. I think she would see it as a gremlin. I, a fair, fair point. Yeah. But it would definitely scare the crap out of her. But, you know, she she has the ability. She she can create her own weapons if need be. I mean, she turns a baby bottle into a into a shank, basically, uh, in the movie. So she can she can use that if she has to. She's quick thinking. She has a very very high intelligence here, and um, I don't know. I pretty much uh, said what I need to say regarding Maggie. I think it's all out there. We just have to let the fans decide if they think. A, a gremlin superhero baby who you know honestly can't control their powers no could beat another baby who doesn't have superpowers but is smart and has more control of her surroundings correct and we and it's clear that jack jack like you mentioned doesn't have control of them but he also doesn't have control in them in the in the purpose of how long they last and also for when they manifest it's not like he can choose it, it seems does it, seem like that. It's just yeah. kind of random, it seems. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I'm curious about the, what the fans decide, see what they think. Chris, any fun facts you'd like to add before we head out of here today? Oh, I'll, hit some quick fi- I'll hit some quick facts for you. Sure. Um, do you remember the Incredibles line, you sly dog, you got me monologuing? Yeah. That was voted number 15 of the 100 greatest movie lines by Premiere in 2007. Really? seems a little high i it agree seem a little but high what's premiere i don't know maybe they i don't know i think it's a movie uh uh magazine um 
You know uh, the the actor who played Dash. Uh, to make it more realistic, they made the voice actor run laps around for and when then record. Would, yeah, I did know that, and that actor is not in the new one. Oh, he's not. No, oh, because that was actual child actor, voice actor, and now he's probably, I don't know, he's probably eighteen, twenty years old now, because he was probably eight when they recorded the first one. So they they recasted him, and if you listen to the trailer. It sounds exactly like him. So they did a good job finding somebody else to fill the role. Um, so did you know there's a DC Comics character character uh, named Elastigirl? I did not. Was there a lawsuit? Um, I don't think it got that far. I think it, it was a dispute. I think they brought up an objection. And then they reached a compromise where outside of the film, like in promotional materials, Elastigirl would be referred to as Mrs. Incredible. Okay, that's fair. Seems like yeah, that seems fair. It seems like she's the star of this sequel in the trailer. It seems like she has to go off and do all these missions and Mr. Incredible has to like stay at home and, and raise the kids, which I think is a really cool idea, you know, kind of flip flopping. Because in the first one, she stayed at home and took care of the kids while Mr. Incredible was going out on his missions and doing all of his spy stuff and reconnaissance. And it'll be interesting now because Mr. Incredible finally got what he wanted was to be a superhero. And now he has to stay at home and not do anything. I think that'll be a cool twist on it. Uh, I got a couple other fun facts for you. Go for it. Did you know, I did not know this. In the beginning of the film, there's a robber going through a woman's purse. Yes. Uh, One of the things that is in the purse is a Mr. Incredible Pez dispenser. Oh, really? Yeah, I never noticed that. I didn't notice that either. Uh, More interesting. Did you know Syndrome was not originally the villain of the film? Who was the villain? Uh, the girl? Someone named Zarek, X-E-R-E-X, or X-E-R-E-K. But, uh, like, the said so the animators responded much more strongly to Syndrome, who was only going to appear in the opening scene. So they made him the main villain. That was a much better choice. I agree. That it's was, it's a was, perfect character yeah, arc. It's good. Yeah, that's a much better idea. I like that. Did you know that um, Edna, Edna Mode, the, the fashion designer for the Supers, She's voiced by the director, Brad Bird. Oh, I didn't know that was the director. Yep, that's the director. I think he's doing it in the sequel also because the same director is doing the sequel. Oh, that's a good. That's a good well. character. Yeah, I did have a fact. I did see a fact about her that I didn't think was that interesting. She was based off of Edith Head, who was a studio costume designer on hundreds of movies over more than fifty years. I guess that makes sense since she was the the costume designer for the mm-hmm. Incredible. I love that scene when she's showing off. I like, do think that's a very good scene. Too. She's showing. Oh, that's where she says that Jack Jack doesn't have any powers. Uh, because the bait oh this is something i mean we're kind of done our arguments here but jack jack's baby suit is flame resistant which is good for him it's also bulletproof and and she because there's like a bunch of like submachine guns that shoot, oh i forgot about that. that shoot at it yeah wow now grant if it's a headshot who knows what wow. will happen here <laughs> um but there's a bunch of other things i think happens to the beat and because the the mom says jack jack doesn't have any powers and that's where she kind of she kind of brings that out. But a uh, couple things here about um, Lisa. Gosh, I can't do this, Maggie. Wow. A <laughs> couple things here about Maggie. She has never had a person who was the sole voice of her, but Maggie has spoken numerous times in the show. Um, the sucking sound effect is done by the creator uh, Matt Groening. And uh, in some of the episodes, she's been voiced by Elizabeth Taylor. She was also voiced by James Earl Jones, uh, famous of Darth Vader, in the Treehouse of Horror number five. In Treehouse of Horror number nine, she was voiced by Harry Shearer. Um, Yardley Smith did some of Maggie's uh, squeaks. Jodie Foster also voiced uh, Maggie. And uh, there's been a lot of episodes where they show what Maggie looks like in the future. But a running running gag is that she doesn't talk. So she's just basically had this silent voice her entire run on the show. In one of the future episodes, it was, I think, 15 years in the future at Lisa's wedding. Okay. And there's a joke that she talks all the time. But anytime she's about to talk in that episode, they cut her off. Oh, really? Yeah. That's funny. Yeah, I like that. Um, And this is just kind of like a fun fact that I've noticed about The Simpsons in general. So there's this... um statistic i don't know if it's a statistic really more than just the fact that more people can name the five simpsons characters than can (laughs) name the five rights of the first amendment and when i taught the first amendment to my students 
I started off by like who can name the five Simpsons characters and like two or three could. And then I said, who can name the five basic rights of the first amendment? And we were able to get two. We got freedom of speech and freedom of religion. So oh, those are two good ones to get. I mean, they're impressive, but I mean, you know, <laughs> petition assembly and press also very important. But so I told them, I said, you know, it's important in life that you remember some of the other more important things rather than something along the facts of the five Simpsons characters. So I have another funny fact. I just, I just found, go ahead. Do you remember, um, they talk about a villain named bomb voyage. Yes. In, the, uh, Oh, I know what you're going to say that his original name was supposed to be bomb Perignon. Oh, that's not what I thought a, you were going to say. Play on the uh, champagne Dom Perignon. That's funny. They would not allow the legal rights <laughs> to the name. So they had to name him bomb voyage. He, and he's like, um, He's like a mime. He's like a like a, yes, a French terrorist, right. yes. a mime terrorist. Yes. What I thought you were going to say is um, if you watch Ratatouille in the background, you can see Bomb Voyage as a mime in the streets of France. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Which is pretty good. Yeah. I also heard someone say that if you watch Coco, they have an Incredibles poster in the movie Coco, except all the characters are skeletons. Oh, really? That's yeah. cool. I'll keep an eye out for that. I would like to see Coco eventually. I've heard it's very good, and especially that it just won One um, animated Best Animated yeah, Film. Yeah. I, I I really do want to see it. So, nothing like uh, Baby versus Baby to kick off the arrival of uh, <laughs> your newborn here. Yep. All right, so there's one more thing I forgot to add at the beginning of the show notes, or at the beginning of the show that I want to mention now. So, it's coming up again for the Who Would Win guessing the tomato meter contest. oh i'm glad because uh people have been asking me about it have they yeah yeah and some people on um twitter have reached out to us and on uh, gmail as well so since this episode is probably going to release at the beginning of april uh summer movie season technically kicks off like the first week in may which was supposed you... oh i was gonna okay this is what you're about to say yeah so i was i was gonna start it with avengers which opened may 4th but they pushed it back now to april 27th oh they pushed they moved it up I mean, sorry, they moved. Yeah. yeah, that's what I meant. They moved it up to April 27th. So in this link show notes will be the link for the who would win guessing the tomato oh, meter contest. It's finally here. I've already made it, believe it or not. I actually have made it already. So you can click that link. You can guess um, the tomato meter score for the movies that come out during this summer season, even though the first one's now going to be in April, which I feel like there's no real true summer movie season anymore. Not really. It, it like, cause like black Panther came out in February and it made a billion dollars. Like there's really no real rules anymore for what qualifies as a summer blockbuster. So anyway, so it's, is, is Deadpool two one of the movies? Yes. Deadpool okay. two is on there. Han Solo. Um, Han Solo's on there. Incredibles two. Incredibles two's on okay. there. The new mission impossible. I actually extended it into like September a little bit because technically the summer does go until September, but there's some good ones in September. Like the new predator movie comes out in September. Uh, it's directed by Shane black who did like Iron Man three and kiss, kiss, bang, bang. Like that to me seems like it could be like a summer, you know, blockbuster movie. So uh, that link will be in the show notes for this episode. I'll be putting tweets out there and Facebook posts about it to remind people to, to fill it out in since Avengers got moved up early we really need to kind of have these get filled out uh, before that. So I'm going to say that the, the who would win guesses needs to be done by, I don't know, that Monday Avengers comes out, which would be like the 23rd, I guess, April so, 23rd. Uh, correct, the 23rd. April 23rd. So let's say April 23rd because the reviews are probably going to start coming in by then. So I don't yep. want anybody to guess based on what those early reviews are. Quick, what do you think? Avengers, take your guess. Uh, we'll do we'll do two. That and Han what, Solo. We do we do the critic review, right? We do the total critic review, not just top critics. Right, total the, critics, the not overall, the audience. The score. overall critic score. Yes, it's going to be um, around ninety. I'm yeah, I'm thinking like eighty eight. That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking eighty eight, and then Han Solo. Uh, that's such a this question is, mark for me, and I kind of want to go low on it, like. I want to go like mid seventies on. I was going to say seventy two. Yeah, I was going to say seventy five. Yeah. So this is just a little fun contest. Yeah. Any new listeners know we uh, we did this over uh, the winter time for you know like your Star Wars that came out and Kiss or Pitch Perfect, Justice League, Thor Ragnarok, all those fun ones. So yes, we are doing it again. Link will be in the show notes. Check it out. Share it too. Share it to people. Email it to them. 
Yeah. You, you can only it. do it once. Uh, and we will have uh, all these formulas calculating the scores live. Chris already figured out a way to make the sheets automatically reach out and check the scores on Rotten Tomatoes, which is amazing. We should copyright that formula and sell it to people. <laughs> so, so that's what we got going on here. So thank you so much for listening. Uh, we appreciate you all being accommodating to us as we go through these major life changes in our life. Um, please remember to go onto Twitter so that way you can vote for who you think would win in honor of Chris and Nicole's baby arriving. <laughs> Jack Jack versus Maggie Simpson in a baby versus baby battle. Please remember, as always, to subscribe, follow, and rate, and please continue to participate in our show. For the Who Would Win cast, this has been Steve. And this has been Chris. And we will see you next time. Bye-bye. Honey! What? Where's my super suit? What? Where is my super suit? Uh The Who Would Win cast is not endorsed by any film or television production companies and is intended for entertainment purposes only. Any and all audio clips are not owned by the Who Would Win cast and all rights are reserved by the respective copyright holders.